podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is a proud member of the Fan Hub 100. Football without fans is nothing, so we've partnered with Fan Hub to put fans first. Search Fan Hub app to play your part in the journey. The 1865 Match Report. So before this game, um, Chris Hewton said that Barnsley play in a particular way. Now, if you listen to our uh, monthly podcast last week, then you'll know that Jeremy Davis uh, treats playing in a particular way as a bit of a euphemism. And I have to say, they lived up to that reputation. And of course, we've had a torrid time against Barnsley recently. Uh, they played with three up front, but those three up front were there to defend as much as anything else. And they had some huge, big lads in the, on, on their team. What that meant was they didn't allow us any time on the ball. They doubled or tripled up as soon as one of our players got it. They pressed us really, really high up the pitch like um, Figueredo and, and Worrell didn't have any time to play the ball out. And it was the whole game was really, really scrappy with lots of high balls, lots of long balls and lots and lots and lots of inability to pass just because there was no time. No one had time to think. Um we had a really bad refereeing decision go against us last week in the FA Cup against Swansea but it looks like we got some luck today because um, Samba So pulled Helic back in the penalty area in the first half but nothing was given uh, there was a similar incident in the second half Woodrow thought that he um, sort of went over Cafu's uh, leg but I thought Cafu did nothing wrong there and again rightly the, the, the referee uh, wave played on that time but I think we were quite lucky with the um, effort in the first half and uh, I thought that was a definite penalty however because Barnsley were dominating and they were dominating all over the pitch they were just stopping us from playing so we couldn't we could barely pass the ball or whatever all the chances all the half chances were going to them I think we ended up with maybe three or four chances the entire game so what happened was both halves started with them being really really strong they had the energy and they could press us right up in front of right up in our faces um and then and then as the game went on then they started tiring then we would slowly claw our way into the game a bit uh, in the second half they basically replaced two of their front three and then that gave them another bright spell where again they stopped us playing but again as they tired then we started to get into the ball uh, started getting a bit of the ball and started being able to use the ball um, there wasn't really very much in the way of clear cut chances like um Knockhart was really, really influential. Uh, Sammy Obi made a few, um, like, but but the, as I say, they weren't clear cut chances. Like a good example of that was um, where Knockhart managed to break through, um, and then he basically played the ball across the face of the goal. He played it quite softly, so I don't know if he was just trying to place it on the far post or whether he was lay- laying it off and expecting someone like Graben to be uh, ghosting in at the far post. But um, it was one of those where, yeah, it was a chance, but it wasn't really a chance if you see what I mean however I have to say Kravinovic he offers us something that we've not had in a very very long time and I was very very pleased to see it he didn't get much chance in the game itself because the way Barnsley played but when they did start tiring he proved to us what he could do he was someone that could unlock a defense with a killer pass and he did that quite a few times um 
in particular one really really nice one to release Knockhart who then laid it off to Graben who was offside uh, but there was another one um, there's like, just little through balls that cut the defence to pieces on balance um, Barnsley probably had the, the best chances of it well they, they definitely had the best chances of it in the second half uh, there was a long range shot from Kane that Samba had to tip over the bar and then a bit later on there was Woodrow with a point blank header that um, again Samba did really well just to, to get to and um, to, to hold uh, that coupled with the fact that they, there was the referee into the penalty decision probably means that uh, um, I'd be happy with, with the nil-nil uh, Barnsley themselves pr- probably a little bit aggrieved with that result um, but I spoke to Carlo van der Watering from the Reds report uh, to see what he thought so we've had a torrid time of it against you recently but your form's dipped a bit as well of late so what were your expectations before the game and how do you think it went today? I suppose many Barnsley fans before kickoff today uh, would have hoped for a win purely based on uh, where the teams are in the table, I suppose. And Barnsley coming off the back of uh, four matches that we haven't won, um, all against top sides. So Barnsley was definitely looking for the three points today. Um, That didn't work out. First half found it very, very difficult to deal with the physical element of the the Norwich Norwich defence. Things got a little bit better in the second half with the introduction of Morris and Adebayejo. But overall, I think it was a very scrappy, um, scrappy match. Two teams uh, almost sort of cancelling each other out, really. There was no better team on the day and a nil-nil. Well, it's probably deserved for both teams. From my point of view, uh, Mads Anderson was immense for you. He caused us problems defensively in the first half and he kept grabbing completely under lock and key. So who do you feel played well for you today? I think um, Halleck and Anderson are proving to be um, some real talents, um, some real unpolished diamonds that are learning their trade at Barnsley FC. They both did well. Styles tried, but again, it was a very, very difficult match to sort of shine in. And what about on the Forest side? Um, I think the Forest back line um, dealt with the threat that is Coley Woodrow. Combine that with the poor service that we gave him. Um, not really had much to do at all, did he? Um, nothing to go after, uh, nothing to try and poach. And it was definitely the back line of Forrest that, that caused us the issues today. We just couldn't compete with it, especially in the first half. Chaplin against the um, the physicality of your defenders. Well, it's like boys against men. And uh, I think that gave you the upper end, especially in the first 45, 50 minutes. So last week we suffered a terrible refereeing decision and it cost us a penalty and ultimately we suffered a really, really heavy defeat. So uh, what did you think about the referee today? Oh, refereeing decisions. Shocking. Absolutely shocking. So I think the standard of refereeing in the Championship has been very, very poor, to say the least. And to say this is an elite sport um, under the EFL and, and the Corona rules, you know, this is classed as elite sport. I think at times teams show that they are elite, but I think refereeing um, needs looking at, to say the least, because the standard is absolutely poor. And I think it ruins games. So I knew absolutely nothing about Valerian Ishmael. How do you feel he's done and where do you think you're going to finish up this season? Yeah, Valerian Ismail um, did um, did really well when he first came in, winning four out of six. Um, last two results, so Cardiff at home and today away at Forest, uh, the first two draws that he's achieved as a team. And I think that in a way itself shows that it's, it's a work in progress. He's a manager you don't mess with. He, he sticks to the philosophy and he sticks to this this high press, this high intensity. And I think at times he's extremely frustrated. 
I think Veli and Ishmael have showed that, you know, on, on the day, Barnsley can compete with, um, you know, any team in this league. We knocked Norwich out of the FA Cup. Um, it's now about consistency. And I think once he's found his, um, his starting 11, that, um, you know, we will see, you know, maybe a better win rate for Barnsley um, and consolidate that mid-table place that we currently uh, occupy. Finally, uh, that result leaves us just above the relegation zone. So from what you've seen of us recently, where do you think Forrest are going to end up this season? It's a really hard one with Forrest. I've always thought it was, you know, um, Forrest and Derby both. I had them to finish in the top 10 when I was asked by Sky uh, at the start of the season. And for different reasons, um, it's just not happened for either. I think the problem is with Forrest when I see him play is... um, at, at times, they find it hard to deal with the intensity, especially how we play. Um, Barnsley is one of the youngest squads in this division. And, and Forrest often, I see 11 talented individuals, but that doesn't always make a talented team. And um, there's no doubt they've got the quality. And there's no doubt they've got a manager in Kish Hewton who could, who could keep you up. It's just about that teamwork. Yeah, that's interesting because I've described us as soft before. The ingredients are there. I think Chris Hewton just needs to find that balance, get them playing as a team, and you'll see Forrest climbing the table. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you very much, Carlo. That was uh, Carlo from the Reds Report um, on a date where we got uh, we ground out a nil-nil and got a point, stayed out of the relegation zone. But absolutely, congratulations for Barnsley, who made it really, really difficult for us with the way that they played. Podcast Network.